0: Greetings everyone. Welcome to Ujima Spirit Podcast. I am your host, Tika Taylor. Today's topic is revenge. Is it good or bad? Is revenge positive or is it negative? Let's find out about revenge because that's something that we really don't talk about because either someone see revenge as being good or they see it as being bad. But sometimes people don't look at revenge in an objective way to see both sides of the story. Why? Why is revenge necessary Sometimes. Why is revenge considered a bad thing? Why is revenge something that we do as human beings? These are the questions that we're going to answer during this podcast. Now, Before we start, let's talk about the definition of the word revenge. The English Dictionary basically describes revenge as the following. The action of inflicting hurt or harm on someone for an injury or wrong suffered at their hands. A desire for vengeance or retribution motivated by revenge the act or process of retaliating against or punishing someone for some kind of harm that they caused or wrongdoing that they did now most people associate revenge with something negative bad or evil yet they don't understand that our revenge are not the same based on the self preservation instinct, humans have the natural reaction of wanting to protect and defend themselves. If someone is deliberately and intentionally causing someone harm or injury, it's a normal response to find a way out of this negative situation. Now, under these circumstances, some people will fight back. In the form of being revengeful. Unfortunately, we do live in a world where some people have no regard for other individuals' well being, safety, feeling, or need. These insensitive and uncaring people will do anything they want without thinking of the consequences. They don't realize that there's a reaction for every action. One of the results of doing something wrong or bad is that there's the possibility of a revengeful act. Again, it's a natural instinct for humans to address a wrongful action against them. So this makes the act of revenge sometimes necessary, normal, acceptable, right, or even predictable. So, based on what we just discussed, revenge is not necessarily a bad thing. It's important for people to know before they take a certain action against someone else to hurt them, to inflict pain or suffering, to deprive them of something, to use or abuse them. They gotta think that there's the possibility that that person may seek revenge. That is the possibility. But a lot of people, because of their religious upbringing or their cultural beliefs or their spiritual belief, their personal philosophy, they tend to think that like uh, revenge is a bad thing. But revenge is not a bad thing. It all depends on your intent and why you're doing it. So talk about it. Why are you being revengeful? Because if you are being placed in harm way, if you're being hurt, used and abused and oppressed, you do have the right to protect yourself. You do have the right to keep yourself safe. You do have the right to make sure that you get out of a bad situation if a person is harming you. So we have to keep that in mind when we think of the word revenge. Revenge. I am not promoting revenge. I'm simply stating that we need to revisit that word. And we need to understand when it's appropriate, when it's necessary. Because a lot of people, unfortunately, don't care about other people. And they tend to think that they can do whatever they want and get away with it. Because if they knew, or if they thought of, like, wait a minute, if I hurt this person, they're coming after me. If I use and abuse somebody, they're coming after me. If I'm rude and disrespectful and I'm hurtful, they're coming after me. If they think about that and it's going to happen, they'll think twice. Like, you know what? I don't think I'm going to do that. But a lot of people tend to not think about revenge because they assume that most people are not going to come after them. Most people are not going to retaliate. One, you know, they're not going to demand retribution they're not going to try to protect themselves or defend themselves. Because a lot of people have been basically pacified. They've been taught that wait on somebody else to do for them, wait on the legal system, wait on God, wait on the church, wait on your parents, wait on your loved ones. And a lot of people won't take action to protect themselves. And again, I'm not advocating people go out there and hurt nobody or you know or do anything that's foolish. I am not advocating that. But I just want the people who don't care about other people. I just want the people who hurt other people to really take heed because they're going out there just hurting people and not realizing that these people can hurt them back. Especially in the time that we live in right now, we're living in a very sensitive time. Where people are already stressed out, people are already overwhelmed, people are already suffering from fatigue, emotional and mental fatigue. People have too much on their plates. And people have to be very mindful of what's going on right now and to really think about what they're doing before they do it. Because once they do it, you can't take it back. If you hurt someone deliberately, intentionally, there's a possibility that person will try to hurt you back. So we're focusing on prevention right now, right? So we don't want you to get hurt. At the same time, we don't want you to hurt nobody else. So if you don't want to get hurt, then don't hurt nobody. All right. so let's just go ahead on and continue our conversation about revenge. Now, there's two different types of revenge. We have individual revenge and collective revenge. Individual Revenge is a personal decision to commit an act of revenge. This is an individual. This is a person. This is not a group. This is not a community. This is not a nation. It's not a church. It's not an organization. It's not a business. It's one individual. They make a personal decision to commit the act of revenge. They're coming after you. Now we have collective Revenge. This is a group decision to commit the act of revenge. All right now, we see this all the time collective. People sue people. A group of people get together and they sue people. It's a group decision. You have a lawsuit. You have that. So we do know situations, we're aware of situations where. People come together collectively, whether it's a business, organization, a group of individuals. They come together and they want to commit an act of revenge. Then we have societal revenge. That's when the institution of a society is granted the permission to make someone pay for their wrongdoing. Now, usually the institution we're talking about here is the courts. Okay, we have the courts. They have the legal right for them to make someone pay. Someone who committed a crime, right? This is called retribution, which is a form of punishment imposed upon an individual who violate the law. They are held responsible by the law. That is a form of revenge. When a person commits a crime against someone, that's when the law is enforced. Victims may be entitled to an order of restitution for certain losses suffered due to the crime committed against them. Right? So the institution... Right, It's part of societal revenge. So revenge is not just an individual thing. We see it on an individual person level. We see it on a collective group. And we see it on a societal level. Societal revenge. Now, society, in the form of the government, sometimes they get revenge against other countries that commit acts of violence against them. They go to war. They boycott. Okay. They cut ties. They don't do business with them anymore. All right. So we can see different examples of revenge, individual revenge, collective revenge, and societal revenge. All right. Let's just briefly talk about the law. Let's just basically talk about the law because there's a lot of people out here just doing crime. You know, they have no regards for people. They don't care about other people. They will steal. They will cheat the law, they will lie, they will kill, they will rob, they will rape, they will do anything they want to do. And they tend to think that they can get away with it. Now, some of them may get away with it for a period of time. Some of them get away with it indefinitely and they go on to commit other crimes. But whenever they are arrested, maybe for that crime or something else, they will be required to pay. They're going to pay because once you go into the court system that is part of the societal revenge because you violated society's rules. And so they basically have the legal right to make you pay. Now they can be forced. Who's they? The criminals. The people who violate the law, they can be forced to reimburse the victim or force them to pay some type of restitution, some type of financial assistance. Now, this usually happens after a conviction. After this person goes to the courts, they are found guilty or they admit to the crime, then they are required to reimburse the victim, to compensate the victim as a form of revenge. So, revenge is not always a physical thing where somebody's gonna go beat somebody up, or somebody's gonna go rob somebody, or somebody's gonna kill somebody, or somebody's gonna steal something or deprive someone of something. Revenge can take on different forms, right? So, in the courts, so Once a person is convicted of a crime, they could be required as part of the restitution. They may be required to pay the victim money. They may be required to pay their medical expenses. They may be required to pay for stolen or damaged property, loss of wages, psychological damage. They may be required to pay for transportation. Necessary child care expenses, verifiable loss of income, expense to install a home security system. They may have to pay for the repair of the credit of the victim if it was identity theft. And the victim can also file a lawsuit, a civil action And file a small claim lawsuit in court. Restitution is the restoration of something lost or stolen to its proper owner. This is what the courts have the legal right to do. Again, when someone doesn't commit a crime or do anything illegal, the law cannot be used against them. Now, we're only talking about people who commit crimes. The law can only get involved. Societal revenge can only be committed against individuals who violate the law and they're caught. They're, they were arrested and brought into the legal system. This is what we're talking about. So if a person doesn't commit a crime, they're not, they didn't do anything illegal or they didn't get caught while they were doing something illegal then societal revenge is not applicable. It's not. right. So we're talking about legal justice. When we talk about crime, societal revenge, we're talking about legal justice. Now the definition of the word justice is the process or result of using laws to fairly judge and punish crimes and criminals. So... We're only talking about the law when we talk about legal justice, when people violate the law. But revenge doesn't always have to involve the law. We know that because there's individual revenge and there's collective revenge. We're not dealing with that. We're simply dealing with societal revenge when we talk about the courts, whether it be civil court or whether it be criminal court. That's what we're talking about here. Right now. When the courts cannot be used for personal justice, revenge becomes an option for people who are not involved in the criminal justice system. Right? So when a person doesn't necessarily commit a crime, an individual can't take them to court. They can't force societal revenge. So a lot of people, since they cannot take the person to court for whatever reason, Maybe because a person didn't commit a crime or they can't prove it. People have their own idea or concept of what constitutes justice based on their values, their beliefs, their ethics, and morals. They believe that justice is giving people who violate others exactly what they deserve. What is that? That can be very subjective. What you deserve, it all depends on the individual or the group. Now when you're dealing with the law, revenge, societal revenge, I mean we have rules. They can only sentence you for so long. they can only use different types of punishment. But when you're dealing with individuals or group, that's a whole nother story. Now they're going based on what they believe constitutes justice and that could be anything that could be anything right so before we move on to individual revenge and group revenge let's talk a little about about the legal justice system sometimes the legal justice system is not always fair and justice doesn't always prevail due to many factors you know so some people individuals you know maybe someone did commit a crime against them maybe somebody did violate the law but because they know that the legal system is not always fair and just sometimes they don't even want to go to the police right now i am not advocating that anyone take matters into their own hand i am not advocating that people go out and hurt people i'm not advocating that at all that is a disclaimer All I'm doing is making people aware that we do live in a time right now that a lot of people may not be dealing with the law. So if you don't want to get hurt, you don't want to get killed, you don't want someone to take revenge against you, then you need to not hurt and bother and harass and bully other people. You got to think about yourself. You really have to think so. This is not just about the people who are taking revenge. This is all about the people who are doing things for people to be revengeful against them, All right? Now, getting back to the courts, what are some of the reasons why sometimes justice doesn't prevail when it comes to legal systems, okay? Sometimes people are biased and prejudiced. We do have systemic racism, sexism, where... The legal system, the courts, can be biased against someone because of their race or their gender. And because of that bias and prejudice, they cannot serve proper justice. Okay? People can be discriminated due to this bias and prejudice. This is the facts. I'm not going to go into it right now. If you're interested, you can do more research. That's the facts. Now, Because of greed and power, sometimes justice is not served because it's all about money, okay? For the people who are in a certain economic class, whether it be the rich class or the elite class, sometimes they do get away with committing crimes because they do have the money to buy their way out. Sometimes we have failures in the system. Sometimes we have arrogance and pride. You know, you have the public defendant or the attorneys, they're the judge. Because of their arrogance and their pride, they're not able to serve justice. Sometimes they have bad ethics or morality. Some of these people in the justice system are psychopaths themselves. They're narcissistic themselves. They're biased. They're prejudiced. They have bad intentions. So it takes people to work the system. So the system will fail And justice will not prevail because of the people who are operating the legal system so that's the reason why a lot of people just don't take it to court they don't call the police they don't get the law involved again I'm not suggesting people take matters to their own hand I'm just saying if you're one of these people that like to do things to hurt people you need to be careful because people are taking matters into their hand now because they don't want to go to the legal system or well, the legal system have failed them and it hasn't worked to help them relieve the problem of people attacking, abusing, exploiting, hurting, abusing, using them. So we just have to think about that. That's all I want to say when it comes to the law. Now, if possible, give the law a chance. Call the police if you have to. If you need to. It's It's important. Don't take matters into your own hand and end up hurting yourself or hurting someone physically or killing somebody. We don't want that to happen, so we're trying to prevent that, right? Now, when a person is emotionally attacked, embarrassed, shamed, used, abused, taken for granted, distressed, unappreciated, inconvenienced, bullied, injured, or harmed in ways that the law cannot or will not serve them justice, they tend to seek revenge to correct these wrongful behaviors. Right? This is the facts. This is what's happening. There are things that the law cannot do. If you don't commit a crime, the law can't help you. Right? So emotionally attacking someone is not against the law. Embarrassing and shaming someone is not against the law. Causing a person distress. Is not against the law. Now, you can sue a person in civil court. You have to prove that the person caused you emotional distress. The person denied you opportunity. The person made your life a living hell. The person defamed your character. You could sue them in a civil suit as a form of revenge because you want to get back at that person for what they did. All right? Sometimes that'll work for you and sometimes that won't work. There's different ways... For you to get some type of relief. Right. Now a revengeful person can justify their actions. When the following take place. Again. A revengeful person can justify their actions. When the following take place. This is something that is very common. We all know this. Someone who cheats. Someone who's unfaithful. Or they're practicing infidelity this is the number one reason why people seek revenge now it's not against the law for someone to cheat or be unfaithful or be messing around it's not against the law per se if you're single now if you're married in some countries it definitely could be against the law it could be a criminal act for you to practice infidelity cheat or be unfaithful right but in the United States if you're a single person and you're in a relationship it is not against the law so you can't call the police for you to have your cheating spouse or cheating lover arrested it doesn't happen that way now you could take them to court for certain things but you're not going to get a criminal charge because you're cheating now some people may be justified they think that hey because their spouse or their mates or their lover was unfaithful now they have the right to be revengeful they have to go out there and hurt them and make them pay all right i mean that may not necessarily be the best course of action And we'll talk about that in a few minutes. People have to stop and think about this. When you want to seek revenge because somebody cheated on you, I mean, you can't change what happened in the past with that. Now, you can make that person be accountable for their behavior. You can hold them responsible for their behavior. But for you to physically attack them or kill them or do something that's illegal against them, I mean, that's not going to change anything. So a lot of people do feel that they have the right to be revengeful, but they have to really stop and think what is their motive for being revengeful? What are the consequences of them being revengeful? Right? Now another thing, abandonment. Some people feel like if they are abandoned by a lover or a family member or a loved one, it could be a fam, a friend, they feel like they, they can or they're justified in being revengeful somebody stole something theft taking something without permission that is against the law you don't have to take the law into your own hand you could use the courts somebody manipulated you coerce you or deceive you people feel like they have to take matters into their own hand because that's wrong yes it's wrong but you got to think about what you're doing why you're doing it and what are the consequences if you were exploited Oppressed, abused, harmed in any way. Yes, sometimes you feel like you have the right to seek revenge. Somebody was insensitive, disrespectful, rude. Maybe they were mean or cruel. They were hurtful or sadistic. These are some of the reasons why people feel justified. They feel justified. It's like, I have the right. To protect myself. But are you really protecting yourself. From physical harm. Are you protecting yourself from danger. Are you protecting your emotions. From being manipulated. Or harmed. Or are you really. Acting out of ego. Are you really acting out of. A sense of. Revenge. Because your feelings were hurt. So we got to look at. Why are we being revengeful? That is the basic conversation today. Why? Why are we being revengeful? Is it a good thing or is it a bad thing? Right? So we're going to look at it from both sides. We're going to look at what constitutes good revenge and what constitutes bad revenge. We're going to be able to distinguish the two, what is good and what is bad. We're not going to look at revenge like it's all bad and we're not going to look at revenge like it's all good. There are good revenge and there are bad revenge. So let's go ahead and do the good revenge, right? Revenge can be considered a positive act based on the intentions and objectives, right? That's what we're dealing right now. Revenge can be considered a positive act based on the intentions and objective what are you trying to accomplish here when you want revenge are you doing it out of pain out of anger out of hate why are you doing it all right let's talk about what makes revenge positive if you're seeking revenge and you're trying to promote balance and equality, okay If you're trying to promote balance and equality, that can constitute a positive revenge. You're not trying to destroy. You're not trying to harm. You're not trying to kill nobody. You're not trying to just create total chaos and confusion. That's not what your purpose is. Your purpose is you want to promote balance and equality. Somebody has done wrong. Somebody has done something to destroy and to harm. And your intentions is to promote balance and equality. Enforce justice and order. If you're trying to enforce justice and order, that is a positive revenge. Holding others accountable for bad action. This is very important. We have to. It's very important for us to hold people accountable for their actions. Very important because a lot of people, like I said earlier, they don't think about the consequences of their actions. Sometimes they could be very cruel and mean, abusive, sadistic, manipulating, and they really hurt people, destroy people's lives. All right. Now, if someone wants to take revenge on these individuals, we can understand why it's necessary. Now, how do you take revenge? against someone who is doing wrong. They're intentionally doing wrong. Let's talk about that. First of all, we have to acknowledge that we don't have to put up with anybody who's being rude, disrespectful, abusive, manipulating, or exploitive. We don't have to. We should have zero tolerance for these type of people and their behaviors. So A form of revenge is positive if you're holding other people accountable for their bad actions. That is positive revenge. Positive revenge is when you're holding people accountable for their bad behavior. For their pain and suffering that they're inflicting on other people. Someone has to hold these people accountable. Because if we don't hold them accountable, we stay quiet, we allow them to continue their negative behavior. You know how many people they're gonna destroy? How many people they're gonna hurt? These people, the ones who are rude and disrespectful and insensitive, intolerant, judgmental, these are the people we're talking about. They're not breaking the law legally, they're not. But they're doing things to hurt people. So, We should hold them accountable. Let them know that their behavior is unacceptable and it won't be tolerated. That is a form of revenge. You are holding them accountable. You're letting them know, listen, whether it be verbally letting them know, written note, a text, a video, you're letting them know that it's not okay. We're not going to put up with your mess. We're not gonna allow you to come here and create total chaos, dysfunction, and madness. It's total insanity. We have to hold these people accountable. They need to be held accountable and responsible for their actions. There has to be some type of penalty for their behavior. There got to be some type of consequence. Whether they're gonna be fined a fee. Whether they're going to be rejected by other individuals, society, a group. They're going to be isolated. We're going to put them out of business. They're going to lose their professional license. They're going to give some type of compensation. They're going to make up for what they've done. Something has to happen, some type of action, a course of action to let these people know that they're not going to sit there and destroy people, hurt people, use people, violate people, rape people. We're not going to be all right with that. When I say rape, we're not talking about a physical or sexual rape. We're talking about mentally raping people, emotionally raping people, violating people. They have no consideration for people's personal boundaries. We have to hold these people accountable. There have to be some type of public exposure. Publicly exposing them. Exposing them on social media. Exposing them to their personal network. Professional regulations. We can't hide their secrets. We can't protect them. We can't keep what they do private. We can't just keep those things to ourselves. We got to expose these people. That's part of the revenge is to let them know in so many ways that we're not going to accept your rudeness, your disrespect, your inconsideration, your disregard for human rights. We're not going to accept that. We're not going to give these type of people any type of positive attention. We're not going to give them status, credibility. We're not going to give them business. We're not going to shop at their stores. We're not going to buy their products or their merchandise. We're not going to reward them or promote them in any way. This is part of the revenge. This is positive revenge. Sometimes people don't want to use that word revenge. But I'm going to go back and read the definition of revenge. The definition is the action of inflicting hurt or harm. On someone for an injury or wrong suffered at their hands. The act or process of retaliating against or punishing someone for some kind of harm that they caused or wrongdoing that they did. So, revenge based on this definition is not a bad thing. Sometimes we need to take revenge, we need to hold these people accountable. We have doctors who are so rude and disrespectful to their patients. They're bullying their patients into taking medications that are not effective, that are too expensive. They are are alternative medicine, and they don't even listen to the patient. They take on that role. I'm the doctor, and you're the patient, and I tell you what to do because I'm the professional. We let these doctors get away with this because, you know, they have that power. We let the politicians get away with this because they have the power to manipulate the people, to lie to the people, to cheat the people. We let the church get away with this, giving people false hope while robbing people. Instead of helping people, they're robbing people. And I'm being general. There are people out there. Not everyone is doing that, but you do have people who are doing that. So we need to hold these people accountable. We have businesses who are taking advantage of people, who are exploiting people. We have to hold them accountable. We can't remain silent, we can't keep their secrets. If we know someone is doing bad business, we shouldn't support them. Don't refer someone. You have someone who's a handyman and they've done horrible work. They've robbed people of their money. People have given them money and they've done horrible work. We cannot keep referring them. They need to be put out there on a blast. We need to hold people accountable. Right Now these are the things that we can do by holding people accountable. I just talk about some of these things. We need to make an example out of these people. Okay, that's that zero tolerance. The same way that you're holding people accountable, you have to hold yourself accountable as well. Because the same thing that's happening to these people who are violating people, hurting people, the same thing will happen to you if you're doing that to someone else. If you know someone who's abusing their wife, abusing their husband, abusing their children, we need to hold them accountable. Now that's against the law. They could be arrested for that and the children removed. But if you have a friendship or you have a family relationship with these people, you need to hold them accountable. Talk to them and let them know, listen, I'm not keeping your secret no more. You have to pay for that. Right? Correction for violation of human rights. There's a lot of people who are violating people's human rights. If you take an act of revenge against those people, revenge is just making them pay. Holding them accountable. Making them responsible for their behavior. Correction. Fix it. You're violating people's human rights. You're abusing, discriminating, oppressing, and robbing people of their joy and their happiness. We have to be able to expose unfairness and inequality and oppression. We have to be able to expose it. We have to be intolerant of these inappropriate behaviors. We cannot promote them If you are going after somebody, I'm not saying physically, I'm not saying that, but you're going to hold them accountable. That's what I mean going after them. Whether you taking them to Silver Court, you you filing a lawsuit against them or you filing a complaint against them for their, you know, professional rudeness or their you know their perfect their unprofessional behavior. Or whether you're protesting their business. It's very important to hold them accountable. Emotional release of negative emotions. Sometimes that's why we go after certain people. Because it's a form of emotional release of negative emotions. You have a right to tell that person that you're angry. And they need to see your anger. need to see your rage i'm not saying go attack nobody i'm not saying go abuse nobody i'm not saying to violate the law in any way all i'm saying is that if you're seeking revenge because you want that person to know the pain the emotional pain that they cause you you have that right as a victim to let that person know who violated you that perpetrator of that act of that That unacceptable act. They they should know the the harm they're doing. Because a lot of times they don't know. Because people keep hiding. Right? Now overcoming feeling of hopelessness. Weakness and powerlessness. Some people seek revenge because they want to overcome the feeling of feeling hopeless. When somebody robbed them. We have so many people robbing the elderly. Not robbing them at gunpoint. But. Robbing them financially, taking their money, making them make bad investment. They're spending money on, 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 on property remodeling and these contractors don't do the work. That's robbing the elderly. They Sometimes they feel hopeless, weak, and powerless because they're being taken advantage of. People are taking advantage of young children because they're naive, they're innocent. Personal satisfaction knowing that you're correcting a wrong you're correcting a wrong correcting a wrong doesn't mean again to commit a crime it doesn't mean that it means that you're going to confront that individual who did something to you and you're going to let them know that it wasn't okay and you're going to let them know the harm that came out of that for you you're going to promote awareness of the problem and you're going to be working towards a positive change you're not taking revenge just to be taking revenge you're taking revenge because you want a positive change you want to change the narrative change the situation you want changes in society you want change in the family you want change in the laws you want change in societies in moral ways you want to make change that's the reason why you take revenge Now, these are positive acts based on positive revenge. That's what we're talking about now, positive. Now, let's flip the script and go on the negative side. All right, now, what would make a revenge bad? What would make a revenge bad? Let's find out. Revenge can be a bad thing if it's based on the following. Ego-driven. You're simply doing this for your ego because your feelings was hurt. Not because anything really happened, but because your feelings were hurt. Maybe you feel embarrassed in front of your friends. They laugh at you. They ridicule you because something happened to you. So you're doing it because of ego revenge. There's no, There's really nothing bad that came out of that other than your feelings were hurt. You didn't lose nothing. All right. So if you're doing it just because your ego was hurt, then that could be a bad revenge. Okay, violation of the law or illegal. If you're doing something to get revenge and you're, and you're violating the law or you're doing something illegal, you're doing something criminal, of course, this is a bad revenge because you're putting yourself in harm's way. There's a possibility you can go to prison. It's a possibility you be arrested. It's a possibility you could be hurt. So why put yourself in that situation? A revenge is bad if, it, if you're self-destructive. If you're doing something that's self-destructive. You're taking drugs. That's not being revengeful against someone. You're you hurting yourself. Being promiscuous. Your boyfriend or your girlfriend cheated on you. And now you're going around sleeping with everybody. And you call yourself being revengeful. Oh, I'm going to get them back because they hurt me. No, you're hurting yourself. Self-sabotaging behavior. Anything that you do that's hurting yourself is a bad revenge because you're hurting yourself. The same way the other person hurt you, you're doing something to hurt yourself. So there's nothing good about that. You're doing something that's unethical, immoral. That is bad revenge. Uncontrollable urges. If you have uncontrollable urges to hurt somebody, then that is a bad revenge. You're out of control. Intend to cause physical injury, destruction of property, death, and psychological damage. You don't want to do something that's going to hurt you or hurt somebody else. That's a criminal act. You don't want to do that as a revenge. Blind emotions. If you're being revengeful because of blind emotions, you have rage, anger, and hate, then you're doing it for the wrong reason. You're being revengeful for the need to be right. Not because anything bad happened to you, but because you just have the need to be right. You want power and control. You want status. All these reasons I just list are bad reasons to be revengeful because nothing good is going to come out of that. Blind emotions. You're letting your rage and your anger and your hate consume you and you just want to get revenge because of hate Because of anger and rage. If you are operating from these uncontrollable blind emotions, then your revenge is negative. It's not positive, it's negative. Now, some people don't seek revenge because they believe it's wrong based on the following. Some people, no matter what is done against them, no matter what happens, They're not going to seek revenge. Revenge is simply making that person responsible or holding them accountable. They're not going to do it. Why? Let's talk about why these people don't do it. Because of their religious belief. They believe that God will take revenge for them. They believe that they should love their enemies. Now that's a whole nother conversation. Is that right or wrong? Maybe it's right. Maybe it's wrong. But this is one of the reasons why people don't take revenge. They don't hold these people accountable. They really don't. But that has this negative side. Because like we said earlier. If you don't hold these people accountable. You don't bring it to their awareness. What they're doing is wrong. They're going to continue that behavior. Not just with you. But with other people as well. How many people have to suffer? How many people have to be hurt? Have to die? Have to live in poverty or suffering and pain? Because... No one is stopping this individual. This individual is out of control. So religious beliefs that tell you you can't take revenge, you got to really examine that because some things you can do to stop certain things from happening to hold people accountable, you should do it. You have a, a moral responsibility. If you know someone is going outside just hurting everybody, you have a moral responsibility to find a way to stop them. Even if you can't do it, try to bring it to other people's attention. Somebody can help now another reason why people don't take revenge is personal belief they believe that two wrongs don't make it right you can't fight fire with fire punishing someone or retaliation for a wrong will not change the past or prevent future wrongdoing some people it's just their personal belief other people is their spiritual belief they believe the law of karma everything we do eventually comes back to us in one form or another. So because of that, some people don't bother to take revenge. Legal reasons, they don't want to commit a crime or violate any laws. That's one of the reasons why some people just don't do it. Now, these individuals can choose not to take any action because of different reasons. However, unknowing to them, it's okay or appropriate to protect themselves from harm or injury without being wrong. Right? Again, they don't know that. These individuals can choose not to take any action because of these different reasons. However, unknowing to them, they don't know this. They don't know that it's okay or appropriate to protect themselves from harm or injury without being wrong. There are things that you can do. Now, if you don't want to take revenge, you don't have to. But you still have to find a way to protect yourself. You can't sit there and be somebody's punching bag. You can't, because of your religious belief, your personal belief, your spiritual belief, or because of legal reasons, you can't just sit there and let somebody continuously violate you, hurt you, use you, abuse you. And just you're sitting there wishing and hoping something will change. You still can protect yourself without doing anything wrong. You have to find a way. To protect yourself without doing anything wrong, without breaking the law, without being self-destructive, without bringing any negative attention to yourself. Now, let's talk about some of these things that you can do to protect yourself. A lot of people don't know this, unknowing to them. Remove yourself from the situation, physical environment, or the person who's doing you harm. You don't want to take revenge? Fine. You don't have to. Remove yourself from the situation. Get away. Get away as far away as you can. Okay, you can ignore the person if this stops the negative behavior. Sometimes you can just ignore them and they go away. Don't acknowledge their presence. Reveal their behavior to others. You can tell other people, especially person in position of authority who can help with situation. Sometimes you got to ignore the person Don't acknowledge their presence. And if that doesn't help, then reveal that behavior to others. Tell. If they, you know, they have family members, tell family members. They have boss, supervisors. File a complaint. File a grievance. Establish clear boundaries and enforce them. You don't have to take revenge, but these things are things that you can do to protect yourself. Establish clear boundaries and enforce them. Block these negative people from your life. If you have them on social media, block them. Don't include them in any activities and events. If you know they're going to be somewhere, don't go. Don't support or encourage their behavior. Don't stop living, being, and doing what you love. All right. Don't let these people stop you from living and being and doing what you love. Now these things, what they're doing, These people can be a distraction or they can create other problems for you. So it's very important for you to follow some of these things. If you don't want to seek revenge, you don't have to. But you do have the right to protect yourself without doing anything that is considered to be wrong. You don't have to, all right? Now, these are some of the suggestions, the things that you can do. Those are some of the things. Some of the things. It's not everything. Now, the sweetest revenge, I'm sure you all have heard this the sweetest revenge is success, happiness, prosperity, health, and wealth. Being the best version of yourself. Sometimes that is the sweetest revenge. Sometimes you don't have to do nothing, just be your best. If you can get away from that environment, get away from these people, block them from your life, just start focusing on you. Stop focusing on you. Stop providing these negative people support, assistance, or love. They will get the message that you're unhappy with their actions. Stop contributing to their well-being or personal growth. That is just the sweetest revenge right there. Stop supporting these people. Stop supporting their business. Stop supporting their dreams. Stop giving them money. Stop giving them, you know, encouragement. Stop giving them resources. That is the sweetest revenge. Just disappear from their life. Cut them off. Confront them about their negative behavior in a safe place or protected environment with witnesses or others to provide help if needed. You got to confront them. You're not doing anything bad. As long as you're not putting yourself in danger. You can confront them. You don't have to do it alone. You could bring somebody with you. It could be a pastor. It could be a mediator. I mean anything. Also you could always sue them in court. Let them reveal who they really are. Without. Your. Intervention. Just let them reveal who they are. Let them reveal who they really are. Let them show you who they really are. Sometimes you don't have to say anything. Just let them show you who they are without your intervention. You don't have to stop. You don't have to interrupt. You don't have to, you know, say anything. Just let them be who they are from a distance. Don't support them. Stop making them look good. Stop making them look good. Stop providing your protection, your assistance, your support your resources, let them do it on their own. That is the sweetest revenge. Don't show any fear. When you're around people who cause you harm, don't show them you're afraid because sometimes they will use that to manipulate you, to intimidate you if you show signs of, signs of fear, insecurity, or stress. So don't show any fear, insecurity, or stress when confronted by these abusers or bullies. They strive off your negative emotions. Try to display confidence, strength, and courage, even if you don't feel like it. Even if you don't feel like it, you have to be strong and you have to take action. Even if you're afraid, you can definitely do what you have to do. If you have to get the support, if you have to get assistance, Whatever it is that you need to do, do it so you can be strong enough to do what you have to do, right? So hopefully you all were able to see the difference. We have, you have to be able to see the difference between good revenge and bad revenge, right? Good revenge and bad revenge. You do have options, You definitely don't have to engage in any type of bad or negative revenge. You can identify that in yourself. Ask yourself the question, why am I taking revenge? Is it to protect myself? Is there another way that I can do this? I can protect myself without creating a problem for myself. I can protect myself without harming myself, without digging a hole for myself. What can I do to make sure that I'm okay, to make sure that I'm safe, to make sure that I'm healthy, make sure that I'm protected? What can I do to make sure that my family is safe and they're well protected? My loved ones, those are the questions that you have to ask yourself to make sure that you are doing the right thing, that you have the right motive. So revenge is not a bad thing. Revenge can be a negative thing if you're doing it for the wrong reason. Revenge can be necessary to correct a wrong. To hold people accountable. To bring it to their attention what it is that they're doing that is totally unacceptable and inappropriate. To stop their pattern of negative behavior. Revenge is very important. Sometimes people get scared by the word because it may have a negative connotation. But based on the definition, revenge is not a bad thing. If people, the bad people, if they were aware of that, wait a minute, I can't go around using and abusing and hurting people because these people won't fight back. These people are gonna come after me. These people are gonna hold me accountable. These people are gonna, you know, make sure that there's consequences for my behaviors. These people are gonna make sure that I'm going to be confronted. I'm going to be cut off. I'm going to be isolated. I'm going to be rejected by society. If they knew that, a lot of them would think twice about doing things. And most importantly, we could stop them in their tracks. When I say we, the good people, the people who are thoughtful and compassionate and empathetic and understanding and supportive and helpful, the good people don't have to put up with these bad people. We allow them to continue their behaviors because we don't hold them accountable. And revenge, positive revenge is a form of accountability. Is making sure that things are being done in the right way. Nobody's being exploited. Nobody's being used. Nobody's being abused. Nobody's being bullied. Nobody's being harassed. Nobody's being oppressed. Nobody's being taken advantage of. We can definitely implement justice equality and fairness. Now it's going to take a collective effort. Everybody have to get on the same page. Do unto others as you would like others to do unto you. The same way you wouldn't want nobody to use and abuse and exploit you, don't do that to other people. And if you do, you will be held accountable. You will pay. You will be responsible for your behavior. Not just by that person, but the group, the family, the community, the society, everybody is going to come down on you. And if we did that, Things won't be so bad because people would think twice about doing what it is that they're doing. So again, hopefully you all learned the difference between positive and negative revenge. And the motives that people have for being revengeful. And the fact that people can do things to protect themselves without labeling themselves being revengeful. Because that word itself may have a negative connotation implying that bad people are the ones who take revenge. That's not true. The people who take revenge are the people who've been wronged. (laughs) Are the people who are victimized. The people who are hurt. So based on the definition, the person who is being revengeful is not the bad person. In actuality, they're the good guy, the good girl right? So again, think about your motives. Why are you being revengeful and make sure that you don't put yourself in a situation where you're going to be revengeful or you're going to have someone be revengeful against you. Thank you.